Hey, this is Chelsea. And I'm Madison. And you're listening to the Social Butterflies Club podcast. Hello. Hello. How are you? Oh, I am. I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm good too. Why are you fantastic? (laughs) We just finished school. I mean, we're not. We're not quite done, but Madison and I finished our assignments today. Yeah. So Um, we have, we have nothing else to hand in. We just have to attend classes. I think there's one worksheet, but it's not really like an assignment. Yeah. Not a big deal. (laughs) I say that about everything. (laughs) I I do too. (laughs) I'm the worst student. Yeah. Me and Chelsea have really different like work, work ethics. Like she will do the homework like ahead of time and I do it the day of. Yeah. We can talk about um, the assignment due yesterday, for example. Yeah. <laughs> I was working on it. Like I was kind of picking away at this assignment. It was our final assignment for one of our classes. I was picking away at it for a couple weeks and I was finding it difficult. Like I was stressed about finishing it on time. Madison started it on Tuesday really the day it was due yeah <laughs> you're working on it until eleven fifty nine p.m it was due at 12 o'clock <laughs> I handed it in and I didn't edit anything I just submitted and I was like you know what that's where I'm at um whatever I get on this assignment I get on this assignment yeah you have a lot more courage than I do my friend yeah I feel like I've I've tried really hard and then I've also not put any effort in And I feel like I get the same mark. Well, exactly. And then when you start doing stuff like that, where it's like, oh, like, I'll just forget about it or do it later. And you get the same grades. It's just like that positive reinforcement. You're going to keep doing it. Yeah, I feel like there's been a couple of times where I've done better on assignments when I've done them last minute. So that just like gives me like motivation. It's that pressure for you. Yeah, I think think so. You thrive under pressure. For me, it does the opposite. Yeah, I, I do like being under pressure. I don't, but I do like with assign- um, like schoolwork and assignments, I love it, but that's crazy. I guess it gives you no other option though. Like you just have to do it. That's the thing. Like if I try to work on assignment, like I know it's due at the end of the month, and I start at the beginning, like I won't actually like mm-hmm. focus on mm-hmm. it. I'll just like it just won't even be good. Yeah, I get where that comes from. I just <laughs> I feel like I always start assignments pretty early. Um, and I work on it for a little while and then I have a couple mental breakdowns and then a week before it's due or like a few days before it's due, that's when I do the bulk of the work. So I am a bit similar to you in that sense, but I need to at least like start it and like grasp the topics first. Yeah. Like take a look at it and Mm -hmm. stuff. Like Chelsea has to like look at the assignment ahead of time. But for me, like I looked at the whole assignment Tuesday, like I knew some of the questions because people were talking about it, but like. I just, I don't want to look at it until I'm actually going to sit down and do it in yeah. one sitting. <laughs> yeah, that's where we differ a lot. Yeah. But anyways, um, today Madison and I thought that we would have kind of more of a, I guess kind of more of a serious discussion um, yeah. with each other. We've had some funny, we've had some funny videos and now it's time to get down to business. <laughs> <laughs> down to the meat and potatoes. Who says that? Like, (laughs) who says meat and potatoes? (laughs) I'm super white. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So we, well, I guess I'll let Chelsea introduce the topic. 
Sure. Um, so this is something that I was kind of, I think I was pretty excited about uh, talking about this topic when we first um, like introduced our podcast. Um, it's one of the ones that I wanted to discuss with Madison. And that's kind of just my, well, our journeys through um, our weight throughout the course of our lives, like our weight loss and um, just like our mentality about weight throughout our lives, really. Yeah, kind of like weight loss, weight gain, like just kind of where, what our experiences have been like, and maybe it can be applicable to girls that are maybe going through puberty and guys that are going through puberty right now and Mm -hmm. um, their bodies are changing. And I think um, we learn a lot about it, but until you actually reach like your mid twenties, you don't really see the, the, like what you've gone through and what your body has gone through. Mm -hmm. I would say like, yeah, different times in my life, especially puberty, my, my weight changed a lot. And then a few years after high school as well, I think my, like around now in my life, my weight has changed a lot. I think those have been two kind of drastic points um, so far in my life that I want to get into. Yeah, I think it's really cool because me and Chelsea, um, with a lot of the topics that we're going to discuss on our podcast, we have different perspectives and different journeys. Mm -hmm. And I think with this one specifically, we both... um, we both start at really different um, parts, so I'm excited to talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess, should I just get into it? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Yeah. So, ugh, I'm already uncomfortable just talking about weight. I feel like that's not something that, it's, it's something that people always shy away from, I feel like. Yeah, I don't. it wasn't a topic that I was ever really, like, insecure about until this year and last year but Mm. I think I've never really cared like I've always talked about the topic but now I I can see where you're coming from it's really uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and kind of like Mm nerve-wracking and yeah that's how I feel about it anyways um yeah well I have a different perspective than you on that um weight has always been something that I have been aware of and that's probably because like even as a child I was kind of always the chubby kid and that's carried with me throughout my life pretty much up until now I would say I've never been like fat or like really overweight or anything but I'm I've probably always been the biggest of my friends um just kind of somewhere in that like not skinny not fat area (laughs) if you could yeah imagine that range there Um, Like, would you classify yourself as maybe, like, you know, people say on the thicker side now? Yes. Yeah, I would definitely say, like, I I have big hips. I have big thighs. I have a big butt. Um, Oh, damn, girl. You're (laughs) thick. Thick with two Cs. Maybe three Cs. Depends on the day. (laughs) Um, But I've never, yeah, never really been, like, fat, I would say. Um, Yeah. But I remember as a child, I had that insecurity. Like, I was always just aware of my body. And it would be, like, I would notice myself looking at my friends' bodies when I was, like, Mm -hmm. quite young. Like, I remember probably before I was 10, I knew all of this. I think, yeah, I think actually well before 10. Really? I think, yeah, probably, like... Seven, eight, I probably started to notice that I maybe looked a little bit different than my friends. Mm -hmm. 
and then I remember like early puberty probably more 11 or so I hit a growth spurt and I got quite tall and people started commenting like oh like you've lost a lot of weight or whatever it was over a period of a summer so I think when I went back to school I got all that positive attention and Mm -hmm. that was when it really hit me that it wasn't just me noticing that about myself but other people saw it too yeah and I got comments from mostly adults like mostly my friends parents commented on stuff and I think that they were trying to be nice right like you think that's a nice compliment Mm -hmm. oh you've lost weight you look so good whatever but well, it's... like, re- rewind, though. Like, the, the summer before when you were kind of on the thicker side and you didn't, you didn't hit that growth spurt yet, mm-hmm. were, you, were you wanting to look like your friends? Were you wanting that slim figure and, like, to be really skinny? Or um, did, you, did you like where you were at? I mean, at that age, I don't think I really thought about it in that way. Like, I don't think I thought, oh, my friends are more attractive than me or anything like that. Or I'd yeah. be more desirable because that wasn't that wasn't really my goal at that age I think I just thought like I look different and I kind of stand out Mm -hmm. um so maybe I did want to look thinner but it wasn't in it wasn't so much to look like more attractive it was kind of just to fit in with my friends more yeah because like that's what everyone around you looks like yeah exactly um but I don't think it was something that I thought super deeply about it was just something that I was kind of aware about yeah, And I didn't think too much into it until, flashing forward, I got those comments about being skinnier now. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think that's kind of carried with me until this point in my life, too. I think that's always something that's going to carry with me, were those comments. Were they, like, at the time, were they something that made you feel happy or was it kind of like it it confused you like you were like oh was I not attractive or was I not desirable before or yeah I think that's where my mind was like yes I was happy um but at that age I wasn't thinking like oh I'm more desirable or like more worthy as a person or anything I was just thinking, this is me, and I'm getting more attention for some reason. I think at that point, I didn't know why it was happening. I was just starting to kind of connect the dots, like, oh, less weight equals more attention. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where my mind was. Looking back at it now, I can fill in those dots and, like, know why people were saying that stuff and where that kind of comes from in yeah. our society. But at the time, I'm trying to think of, like, what my mind was thinking at the time. I don't think... Um, yeah, I don't think that I was thinking like, oh, I must've been ugly then. I think it was just like kind of more confusion and, um, beginning to notice that this meant something to people. Yeah. And like, do you feel like, do you feel like your eating habits when, um, before that summer, do you feel like you were like on the healthy side? Did you feel like you were being healthy? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I, um was raised by my mom who was like a health nut like everything in our house was yeah so healthy we didn't have like any sugar or anything um yeah so my brother and I were probably like some of the healthiest kids in school 
Yeah. And I was playing sports. I was in like soccer and softball when I was younger. I did dance too. Um, we would go skiing all the time. I'd always like be going for walks and whatever with my family. So I was active mm-hmm. and I ate well as a kid. I just, I think it's just like naturally how my body is. Um, yeah. Then I'm, I'm just on like the bigger side. That's, I don't know, coming to terms with it now. But I think that's just always kind of how my body naturally settles, you know? Yeah. And did your eating habits or like the way that you worked out or anything change after that summer when people like adults were complimenting you? No, I don't think so. I think it was just like that. I must have been maybe 11, 10, 11. Um, where I just hit a growth spurt and it's like my body just kind of stretched out. Yeah, um, but you were doing everything the exact same. Yeah, exactly. My metabolism probably started kicking in faster or whatever, but um, yeah, no, nothing changed about my lifestyle. Yeah. Um, yeah, just my appearance shifted, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I probably, like, maintained that sort of, not necessarily the same weight, but at least the same sort of, um, like, balance between my height and weight mm-hmm. until high school. And then in high school, I'd say that I started, like, that's when my thighs and my ass started growing a bit, and I started getting hips and um, whatever. Boobs. Yeah, I mean, my boobs are kind of small still, but... Yeah, my little boobs that I came into. Yeah. Um, <laughs> still waiting, actually. <laughs> Itty bitty titty community. <laughs> uh, but in high school, I would say that's when I really started to notice the attention shift again. Um, because now I was on kind of the bigger side of my friends again. And I, I don't know if anyone has been in that position, but you can tell when you're meeting someone, especially if it's like a guy and you're trying to impress this guy or like, you know, a crush at your school or something or someone new that you're meeting, especially if it's someone new and they walk over to your group of your close girlfriends and you can tell that they just like, they kind of disregard you or like, don't give that much attention to you. And that's something that I felt a lot through high school. Um, and I think it largely was because of my weight. Um, maybe I was like less desirable looking than my friends or. Yeah. Cause I think like when we were in high school, that was kind of when society looked at very skinny and like petite women. I think now we're kind of, like, evolved in the sense that we go and we like thick now. Like, apparently that's the new trend. But back then, it was was really skinny women. Yeah, I would say, like, skinny women were kind of the ideal. And it was kind of shifting more to that sort of thicker um, ideal body. But even now, like, when people say, like, I like thick women, they still mean skinny thick. They mean, yeah, they mean like mean, flat like stomach. Waist. Yeah, flat stomach, small waist, big ass, with a pretty face. <laughs> <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah. 
but it's always yeah it's always actually been very skinny women but now it's kind of just the ass and tits being big but Mm -hmm. your waist has to be your waist yeah it has to be very small waist has to be small and also like size i would say that's also something i'm insecure about i don't know if that's weird like like height size i mean um you're not tall though you're very you're no i'm average i would say that i'm like quite average all the way around (laughs) um i'm five five yeah but i know you know guys always talk or joke about like little women yeah like very like like five one and five two yeah five one and also just being very petite and I think when those comments come up, that's something I feel really insecure about. Because even though I'm an average height, I'm never going to be, like, a small person. Yeah. Just yeah. because my my body will not do that. Like, even if I starved myself completely and worked out all the time and lost all the weight I could, my body just won't ever be small like that. Um, yeah. And I, I think that's, like, that's, like, the reality for a lot of women, though. Like, I think... I, like I think if for people that are very petite and skinny like that's in your genes and like that's just mm-hmm. that's just the way your body was built but um I don't feel like it's it's that common anymore like I feel like even those people that are very petite they're you know they're getting work done to look bigger like I think that that saying that like you always want what you can't have like I think it'll always kind of be like that when it comes to weight for people I think so too um that's kind of where I'm at now with my weight I mean I'll talk a little bit more about um just after high school but where I'm at now is kind of coming to terms with yes like I I am insecure about my body still now and sometimes I'll look at my friends and I'll think like oh like I wish I wish I was a size two like this person but I think I've been more gentle with myself in thinking like I bet that person looks at me sometimes and thinks, I wish I had hips like her. Or something about my body that... Yeah, because Chelsea's hips don't lie. (laughs) (laughs) No, but... No, it's true, though. Like, I think... Like, I saw this post the other day on Instagram, and it's, it's literally what you're talking about. Like, there's... People don't... People look at themselves and think, like, oh, there's so much I would change, but there's... Mm -hmm. Like, throughout your life, you're going to meet at least one person that looks at you and thinks, like, I wish I had what she had. I wish oh, I, I think, looked. Yeah. Yeah. I think way more than yeah. one person, right? I think everyone you meet will at least find one thing about you that they wish that they had. Yeah, exactly. Um, whether it be something about your looks or your personality or your career success, anything like that, they're going to um, – there's always going to be something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and those might be the things that you're most insecure about, too. Yeah, it, it's very true. And I think um, after hearing Chelsea's story, it's kind of cool to see how different our journeys kind of have been. I know me and Chelsea have talked about this um, when we were talking about just even doing this episode. Um, it's very different. And I think that goes to show that for a lot of women, like, it's it's not the same like there is no ideal if you want to be skinny everyone does the one the one thing that makes everyone skinny like that's just not the reality mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but I'll kind of tell my story now so growing up I was always um very skinny like I would say that I was very small like 
really skinny arms, legs. Um, the only thing that was chubby on me was my cheeks, and I still have that. Like, I, <laughs> I'll always have chubby cheeks. Um, yeah, and I think growing up, it was I was very active. Um, I I wasn't eating like I I was eating healthy, but I feel like I did eat unhealthy too. Like it wasn't super healthy or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for all of elementary school and like all of childhood, like I was very petite and skinny and then high school came and um I I feel like yeah like I had that growth spurt I was getting to be taller and everything just kind of like I got even skinnier like I was I would say high school was my skinniest I've ever been um throughout all of high school I remember weighing from like 92 to 96 pounds and to me that was like really skinny I think at one point I was even like 89 or 90. Um, yeah, I think 89 was probably my my like skinniest I I was. Mm-hmm. And um and I think like that had a lot to do with like in high school I felt like I I struggled with a lot of mental health issues, but it was kind of in secret. Like I no one really knew what was going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. And I felt like there was like bullying and a lot of factors that kind of contributed to my weight but then again growing up I was always really skinny so I think I just kind of like I grew and everything just kind of expanded and I just yeah that's just what happened to my body and I found that prior to high school I was eating normally but in high school from grade 8 to 12 I I I wasn't eating like I I would eat maybe one meal a day and I wouldn't, I genuinely, like, I wouldn't be hungry. Like, it wouldn't be me starving myself. It would just be the fact that I'm listening to my body. And I don't feel, I don't feel that I need to put anything in my body because I might feel sick if I do. Mm. And um, that's kind of when my anxiety was, like, I, that's when I started to realize that, you know, I was struggling with anxiety and, like, depression and stuff like that. I, I would get so anxious over the littlest things and not be able to eat. And I think... Yeah, I started off 96 to 98, and then I went to 89 drastically, um, and I think that kind of shows that my weight fluctuated a lot, and then in grade 12, like, my life kind of took a turn, and I was dealing with my mental health issues, and I was doing a lot better, and I got into a relationship, and, you know, there was graduation, so I I started to kind of pick myself up, and then I was, yeah, I was at, like, 98, and, um, but even then, I was... I was very skinny. I would always get comments made to me that I'm very anorexic, sorry. And I would, I would be told like, you know, you need to eat or like, my favorite would be like, you're so skinny. Like, I love it, but you need to tone. You need to like, like, even when I was skinny, it was like, there are comments. Yeah. Yeah. There's always going to be comments, but, um, yeah. So I think, um, I was, I would consider myself now looking back when I look at pictures of myself, I was anorexic at the time. Um, I didn't know it then. Mm-hmm. I just thought I was, I, I really, when I was in high school, I really loved my body. Like I was never insecure to, actually I did wish I had like an ass and tits. Like I remember always thinking like, shit, I wish I had an ass, like whatever. But um, I loved my body otherwise. But then I started to realize like, when I left high school, like, this is not normal. Like, you can see my bones. Mm. My wrists are, like, I was, I could not wear any bracelet or, like, any watch. Because, like, it would just fall off. Like, even the tightest straps. They were, like, like my wrists were very tiny. 
Um, yeah, and then getting into a relationship and kind of leaving high school and leaving all that drama and that, that like, those toxic people behind, I think I started to get healthier. Like, I, I started to eat a lot more. Um, but then I fell into a very toxic and, like, an, an abusive relationship. Um, there was, like, a couple, like, I know like younger generations say it was like a thing like we weren't officially dating but you know I had things with people and then I did get into a serious relationship and um I started to I took a huge turn at this point instead of me um, being really anxious and not eating I was anxious and overeating like a great amount um I started to binge eat excessive amounts um but I feel like this was a couple years after high school it was like maybe three years after high school. So I was skinny for a bit. And then I started to get thicker. You know, I was eating, I was in a relationship. And you know what they say, like, when you're in a relationship, you guys end up eating out a lot and like, mm-hmm. eating whatever. So I was doing that a lot with my friends and my boyfriend at the time. Yeah, I started to gain weight, but I loved it because I, I started to have like boobs and an ass and like, that kind of that that stuff already happened kind of after high school. But um. It's just, it was more, you could see it more now. And then um, I honestly did not know I had a problem until probably a year or two ago. Um, I went through a lot of different um, experiences and somewhat negative and traumatic um, events took place in my life. And then I realized um, after my family and friends kind of told me like, you know, you're, you're on the bigger side now like you're like you could totally tell from looking at pictures of me I was not the same person I was um but not in a good way anymore I wasn't healthy I was eating really crap foods and yeah so now I'm this is where I'm at now and I kind of realized this a year or a year or two ago like I mentioned and so now I'm kind of on the journey of like getting back to not that anorexic and very skinny person I like my curves now um but you know being healthy and removing that fat and kind of building more muscle now that's kind of where I'm at Mm -hmm. yeah so did you notice that there was a difference in how you thought about your body um like now well at each point um like when you're saying that you're like really skinny in high school and then when you're kind of at your healthiest and then now yeah um I think when I was at my skinniest, I I did love it, but I was still very insecure about not having, like, boobs and an ass because a lot mm-hmm. of the girls that – in high school, like, they had already developed that, um, and I hadn't. But um, then afterwards when I started to gain more weight and I started to see that, like, you know, I was growing, like, tits and an ass, I was very happy about it. I was – and I, I loved how my stomach was flat and I was getting those curves because I didn't realize that, like – I always thought I was going to be, like, that skinny girl, but people don't realize, like, after high school, like, your body changes. Yeah, like, holy shit. I say your body changes, changes so yeah, and also your activity level changes, I think, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I, yeah, like, I, I, I had no clue, though. Like, I knew people said, like, you know, you reach puberty, gross births, whatever, but I didn't think my whole body would completely change, mm-hmm. and, like, my, the figure that I have now is very different from high school. Um... Yeah, and I think I I started to really enjoy that I was um, gaining that weight because, like, I'd get comments made that I'm looking thick or I'm mm. looking healthy. 
and that kind of really made me happy but then um it was only a year or two ago when I, I, I loved my body up until, um, and I was in a relationship where I was always complimented and um, made to feel good about having like a bigger butt or a bigger chest. So um, it felt really good. And then a year or two ago when people made comments saying that I was gaining weight, like on my stomach, that was kind of my problem area. Then, um, then it started to take a toll on me and I, I was again binge eating because I was so upset at the fact mm-hmm. that I had let myself go down this path but um yeah and I think it's really crazy to see because you know you mentioned like getting curves and like getting kind of skinnier too and like men complimenting you and adults complimenting you yeah. and I think I never really received that in high school like I remember having huge crushes on people in high school if you're listening yeah just avoid this you probably know who you are (laughs) (laughs) um I remember having crushes on people and like I I felt like they just like I wasn't it for them because I I was so skinny and like men wanted like Mm. like big butts and like whatever and now I feel like I've I've like you know I have talked to a lot of people from high school recently and um I'm getting that attention now. Like, sorry to call you guys out, but <laughs> I'm getting that attention now. And, like, people are saying, like, you know, you look really good. Like, commenting on my figure, commenting on my um, my chest or my ass. And, like, and again, that's that's females, too, not just males. Yeah. But, um, and it's, I'm getting a lot of positive feedback about it. So, it feels really good. So, it's really weird how people's, like, opinions can really impact you. Because a year ago when I was being called fat, it was, like, the worst thing ever. But now that I'm being called thick, which essentially means, like, you're not fat, but you're on the bigger side. Yeah, it's just, um, like, a nicer way or, like, kind of sexualizing yeah, and being like bigger you, in a way. Yeah, the term fat compared to thick just completely changes my mindset. and makes sure. me Like, it makes me happy when people say you look thick. Like, I'm like, yeah. oh, thanks. Like... Yeah, it's a you compliment know? when you say thick, but it's an insult if you say fat. Exactly, yeah. And I, my mom would always make comments to me, um, like, a year or two ago when I was gaining a lot of weight. And it was because, you know, she really cared and she wanted – because, you know, people think that it's not a big deal when you gain weight. But as a woman uh, – as a woman – As a woman. As a woman. <laughs> Why did I try that twice? As a woman. As a woman. <laughs> As a woman, what? <laughs> okay, as a female, you start to really care about your body when you're in your 20s. I, like, I don't know if that's for everyone, but a lot of my friends and for me personally, like, you, you do start to care about what you look yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, I felt the same way. So I think my mom was kind of looking out for me and, like, kind of telling me, you know, you, you've gained a lot of weight now. Like, let's, mm-hmm. you know, let's do it. But now we've, me and her, like, I've talked to her about how like using the word fat or like you know your stomach looks a little bigger is like it triggers me compared to her saying you know you look thick yeah so now we have a joke and she'll be like you look thick and I'm like thanks mom like yeah also I'm sure like I'm glad that you guys are able to talk about that now and talk about triggering language for you um but I'm sure stuff that your mom said to you was stuff that you are already aware and insecure about Oh, for sure. Well, like, when people would tell me, like, I'm so, like, I don't know if it was, like, a compliment or if it was, like, an insult, but people would be like, oh, my God, you look so skinny today. And I'd be like, like, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah. 
Oh, I guess for sure. Um, like since in high school, when people said you look skinny, that was kind of an insult. Yeah, I would look in the mirror and like I, like I maybe one day I'll be able to share these pictures of like when you could see my bones in my face, like my jawline, my like my ribs, like you could see all of that. And then I would look at it more and I'd be like, whoa, like I can't gain the weight, like I physically cannot eat. I wouldn't say it was like an eating disorder, but like I, I definitely did not eat like Mm -hmm. some days I would eat nothing. I wouldn't even have water and I was full. Mm. So it wasn't like an intentional, like withholding yourself from food. It was. Oh, no way at all. No. Like I would, if somebody put like a huge plate of pasta in front of my face, I would try to eat as much as I could. Like I love pasta, but I would, you know, like I would only do what my body asked me to do. So if it was hungry, I would eat. But if it wasn't hungry, I wouldn't. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I have a story um kind of similar to to what you're saying about like when you're gaining weight that you gain attention from people. Mm-hmm. Um I guess kind of similar but opposite. After a few years after high school, it was actually after I went through a breakup. I was like that kind of how I am now, like not skinny, not fat sort of weight, but after the breakup, I was like going through it going through all the feels of the breakup post breakup stuff right yeah and i did not eat i like i i didn't eat at all in a day um and my aunt who i lived with at the time was away on vacation for like a few weeks um so i was home alone and that was even worse for me because i didn't have anyone cooking for me or anyone to like point out the fact that i wasn't eating mhm so i would maybe eat like one small meal in a day um yeah but that was about it so I lost a lot of weight and I started getting a lot of attention from guys that I went to high school with and like the people that I was kind of talking about before that never really noticed me in the groups or paid attention to me and I started getting that like positive attention and people saying that I look so good or like I've lost this weight whatever isn't that so crazy it is crazy and I felt like I was like valued more as a person I really I really enjoyed the attention because I didn't Mm -hmm. get that in high school and like I felt almost like more worthless and stuff in high school when I not that like getting a guy's attention is everything but okay, when... but let's be let's be like real and raw right now for everyone. Like mm-hmm. it is a very good feeling when you know, like these men were not looking at you yeah. when you were at a certain point and now that you have those like assets and like, you know, like exactly you have yeah. that figure, they're like looking at you now. Honestly, I won't even lie, like I'm not going to just be like fake about it. Like it's a great feeling and it just makes you like it just makes you feel so good about yourself. It does make you feel good, and I think that's kind of fucked up to say. It is, yeah. Um, but I'm sure if we're all being real, I'm sure you guys listening to have experiences like that, especially when you're watching someone that you have feelings about or that you're just attracted to in general. Just watching mm-hmm. that person talk to your friends or like other people over you and kind of disregard you, mm-hmm. but then they see you in a different state, right? <laughs> and they're like, all there over was- you like guys that had things or like we're dating the girls that I was friends with like they gave those people attention and now Mm -hmm. it's like like oh those those girls aren't in their life anymore 
they're coming to us and they're like hey like you look good now and I'm mm-hmm. like you know what I always looked good but okay right okay <laughs> so looking back on it now I can see that it's kind of messed up <laughs> well it is actually entirely messed up um the fact that I was getting more praise and like just kind of being valued more and whatever based yeah. on my weight but yeah. in the moment I'm sure if it happened to me again now if I lost weight and I got more attention I would feel good you know like you can't it's hard to remove yourself from that situation and those positive comments and think about like why they're comment like why they're praising you Mm -hmm. if that makes sense and I think also when like you start working out or eating healthy and you're working on your body to look a certain way like that's kind of what hit for me when I started going to the gym more often um within the last couple months um and getting that like attention from men or women like a lot of women too they comment on your body saying you know you look really good or you look pretty today and that's Mm -hmm. just you know we don't want to say it's just for men that we're happy like obviously like if Chelsea compliments me one day I'm like holy shit like okay she thinks I look good like clearly I did my makeup nice like it's kind of like that but um yeah yeah I think when you're working towards a goal and people point those goals out like oh you look like you're like, if you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to gain weight and somebody points it out, it just – you feel way – You feel, yeah. You feel, like, empowered. You feel – yes. If – I would say if you're if you're trying to reach, like, a healthy goal and someone comments on that, then that is just, like, so encouraging. It means that you're on the right track and whatever. Yeah. But if it's something where – like for me when I wasn't eating that's not healthy yes and sure my body got small when I wasn't eating um and I got positive comments for that so that just encouraged my behavior of thinking like oh like I'm only I'm only worthy when I don't eat yeah which isn't a healthy way of thinking um and that's where I'm at now like like I do feel good about myself when I'm eating well and I'm working out, which is something that I'm really trying to commit myself to mm-hmm. at this point in my life. Yeah. But also, I would say right now is the heaviest I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably the biggest I've ever been. But it's also the healthiest I've ever been. Yeah, and I think that's kind of where we differ. Like, I, I can agree with you in the sense that I think I'm at the heaviest I've ever been right now, too. But um, mm-hmm. I'm not the healthiest. I'm like compared to you. I know we have different lifestyles, but I'm trying to get to a healthier state. But I'm still like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not gonna like go on a podcast and like offer advice to people and pretend like I'm perfect. Like I'm still, Mm-mm-mm. yeah, exactly. Like I'm still. I'm not either. <laughs> yeah, like I think um, we're still learning, and I'm still kind of going through the whole binge eating and figuring out what works for me and what workouts work mm-hmm. and whatnot. But um, I think all that matters is that you're attempting to do better. So, yeah. I think, yeah, exactly. Attempting to get where you want to be, no matter um, what that is. Like, whether you're doing something for your body or for your mind. Yeah. Right now, I work out for my mental health. Um, I find that if I don't, if I don't get moving every couple days, then I... I get really, like, low. Yeah. Like, it really, really affects me emotionally. Yeah. Um, And because of that, I feel better in my body. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't really work out to change my body so much. And that's just for me. It doesn't mean that everyone needs to do that. Um, I know that 
you like to work out right now, Madison, to kind of change your looks and how you feel? Yeah, I think for me, when I started working out, I was like, okay, I'm doing this only to change my weight. And I realized mm-hmm. like that, that only lasted a couple days and I failed miserably. Like I needed to be in that mindset and I needed to work on training my mind and my body. And yeah. so now I've, I've realized that and it's, it's not easy to do. It's very hard, but I think, um, when you take that perspective on it and you're working on your mind and body, um, you start to see results and you start to be more consistent. Yeah, I agree. Once you, it's kind of like when you find something that works for you and something you enjoy doing, like workout wise or eating wise too, I guess. Um, I think you'll feel better, like kind of holistically better. Yeah. So me and Chelsea were actually kind of doing some research before um, starting this episode. And we looked up a chart. It's a government chart, actually. And it says, are you at a healthy weight? And it's a whole chart that explains, um, depending on what height you are, what health, I'm sorry, what healthy weight you should be at. Um, Like your ideal. Ideal. Like you're like ideal overweight and then obese I think are the categories yeah Yeah, that's what it is um so me and Chelsea are both I I would say we're five five um so a healthy Mm -hmm. weight is 114 to 144 pounds for our height category sorry I'm just saying for our height category sorry yeah for our height category so for everyone's height it's different oh sorry they call it the normal weight not the ideal weight yeah the normal weight and, which is problematic in itself I'll yeah say. and so for me personally um if I'm looking at this chart I'm not at a healthy weight I would say that I and then it says that overweight would be for five someone that's five five it's 150 to 174 pounds and if you're above 174 when you're at the height five five you're considered obese so mm-hmm. I would consider myself overweight while looking at this chart yep yeah, me too. Because, um, you know, as I've said, like, I'm at the heaviest I've been right now. And I'm, I am above 144. And I'm not really ashamed of that either. I think there's many, there's many things. If you want a booty and a butt, I'm sorry, a booty and a, a chest, you, you might be. <laughs> a booty and a butt. The booty and a butt, yeah. <laughs> you might be above that weight. So it's kind of crazy to look at, though. I know when we were looking at that weight chart um, before we started the episode, Madison, that I had like a very like ooh like reaction to it. Like honestly, yeah. I think I think categorizing someone's weight as normal first off is just like completely fucked up. Um, and I know that there's some science to support this, but I don't think that you can just say that someone's healthy or not healthy based on how much they weigh um there's so many different variables that go into that even just like where your weight is placed on your body affects your health so much more like you can be 130 pounds and or even smaller than that you could be 114 pounds really and be 5'5 and have all your weight in your stomach and that'll be Mm -hmm. a lot like more unhealthy I'll say I'm putting air quotes than someone who's 174 pounds who has weight more in their legs 
Yeah, exactly. Like, there's factors like that. It also depends on how much muscle you have because obviously you're going to weigh more if you're more muscular. Yeah, so Um, I guess, like, what we're trying to say is that the government is saying that we're overweight and we want everyone to go against the government because we think that... the government. (laughs) Because we think we're healthy. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not what I say either. (laughs) Um, If it's, like, if there are real medical concerns about your body weight that you are concerned about and your doctor's concerned about and you're trying to make active changes to words I think that's totally cool like go for it um do what works for you right but what I really want people to know is that you shouldn't be defined by this weight chart and what the government is outlining as what is normal mm-hmm. um for your weight because for me being 144 pounds, that was me at my unhealthy part in my life where I was completely restricting myself and not eating. I was 100 and probably 40 pounds. Yeah. So for my body naturally at a healthy place, I'm going to be in the overweight category. Mm-hmm. And I think that's totally okay if you are, if you feel good in your body and you feel good mentally and you are like living your life fully. Mm-hmm. I don't see what's wrong with that. Yeah, it's a good point to make because when I was in high school and I was at like 89 to 98, um, that's not considered healthy mm-hmm. um, with this government chart either. And now that I'm over that, um, what is considered healthy, I'm overweight. So I think it's not really fair to look at a chart to determine your health. Um, but yeah, it's kind of it's crazy to see how like our journeys have been so different and where we started to where we are now and where we're gonna go because I think you know we'll probably have an episode on weight loss and working out in fitness yeah I think we will in the future yeah but it's kind of cool to see it is cool and I'm hope that um this is relatable for some of you I'm sure it is like based on um just based on the conversations I've had with you Madison and um how I don't I always thought that weight was such, like, an internal struggle for me. So when we mm-hmm. talked about it, it's kind of nice to be like, oh, this person has similar stories or at well, least, yeah. like, thought similar things throughout your life, right? Well, because talking about it right now, we both felt pretty insecure about our weight and we were mm-hmm. both receiving attention when we started gaining mm-hmm. weight. So, like, mm-hmm. I think it's kind of – it's cool to see and – um you know, you mentioning that you were kind of, like, bigger than your friends, and I was, like, the smallest. So, like, mm. it goes to show that we were on different sides of it, but we both were feeling these negative emotions about our weight, right? That's so true. Yeah, I bet if you are in my group of friends, I would be thinking, I want to look like you. And I would have been like, no, I want to gain weight and, like, look thicker. Yeah. Like her, right? Yeah. So, it's just, we need to love ourselves for who we are. I know. Sounds so corny, but honestly, so true. Yeah. And I think, you know, we've had some funny episodes, but we wanted to kind of get more into like the deeper and serious topics, um, especially like just weight journeys and whatnot, because this is I know for a lot of the women listening, it'll be more relatable um, because we're women telling our story. But for the men listening as well, like, I don't think it's talked about enough for males. Um, It's more of like I maybe it is maybe I'm just not aware of it but I think for females it's it's a lot to do with being skinny and being petite mm-hmm. and then men are supposed to be muscular and bigger yeah and so 
which I think is his own um, like problem and insecurity as well in men. And I think in some ways that might even be more isolating because women are kind of inherently more social creatures and we rely on each other a lot more for social and emotional support. Whereas men, stereotypically speaking, don't really like talk to their guy friends so much about stuff like that or about insecurities. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I know it's a stereotype, like you're saying, but going off on that note too, like a lot of the men that I've talked to in my life, like they say like, we don't talk to our friends about this kind of stuff. mm -hmm. And then it makes me think, you know, it might not be a stereotype. Like that's just the reality for a lot of men. There is men out there who are able to talk about their emotions and feelings with other guys. And that's great. But there's also men that aren't able to do so. Mm -hmm. And that's fine too, right? Like that's okay. But, um, We're hoping that this video is kind of relatable to men and women and that you guys kind of get some insight about how, like, people's journeys can be very different. But we're all kind of struggling with um, weight at one time or another in our lives. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good place to wrap up. Yeah, and thanks to everyone that's listening right now. Um, And thanks for letting us share our stories about our weight journey mm-hmm. um yeah and with that we will see you guys next week bye bye